Hello and welcome to Most Clicks. Now, before we get into today's show, a quick favour to ask. If you like today's show, please consider liking this video. Now, if you like all of our content and you're a regular watcher, I'd also encourage you to subscribe. Now, if you've done that, let's get back to the show. So today we are talking more about TikTok. And it's kind of like an Aston University reunion because this week we have a special guest, Jord Muckley from Nonsensical. Uh, and Jord actually worked with Kyle at Aston University, which is where I met both of them many, many, many moons ago. So, Kyle, what is today's story? Hey, all. Uh, so, got a bit more of a TikTok uh, marathon here today. Um, we're going to be focusing on two, actually, and the reason I've, I've chosen Sheffield University's TikTok account and Cambridge's because they're both good, um, but they're both good in their in their different ways. And Sheffield again follows this sort of and sorry, George, use your company name here. This sort of nonsensical approach to social media to TikTok, and I'm, I'm sure you've got a, a few comments on that. Um, again, it's it's, it's humorous, um, it's enjoyable, it doesn't try to take itself too seriously, but you can tell there's a very talented team behind it. Whereas Cambridge um, is a lot more considered, and um, the pieces that they construct are more focused around, yes, they're sort of course orientated, but they do it in a way that is appropriate for for the channel. So if you're looking to start a TikTok presence, but aren't quite all in and the sort of off the wall and crazy approach, then this might be a good piece of inspiration for you. But um, this is a good chance to refer to our expert in the room, George, who sort of lives and breathes this stuff day to day and nonsensical. And, you know, one of the key players in the reports that they just put out, I think it was like, correct me if I'm wrong, George, but it was like 30 universities on TikTok you, you explored. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. And yeah, tell us a little bit about that report and then maybe gives you your your thoughts on these these two. Um, but yeah, let's let's hear a little bit more about that if you don't mind. Hi everybody. Um yeah, so the, the idea of the report is to really um try to cast aspersions about TikTok in the higher education um sector really, because from my own experience, even four or five years ago working with yourself, Kyle. Social media was sort of seen as just another channel to pump out press releases and uh, academic journals and, and, and nonsense information that uh, students and, you know, prospective students didn't really care about. I think universities have forgot uh, in some aspects with social media that they have different audiences they need to service as, and as not just prospective students, it's their wider community. And that's a that's a key thing. And that one of the things that I wanted to get across in this report, which I think we did, was um, trying to show not just people that work in the higher education sector, but the you know wider digital professionals and content creators that one of the key things to do is you have a community on campus, but you, that needs to reflect online as well. So you need to get that togetherness. Uh, and I think that comes across in the report with the 30 institutions that we featured. Uh, there's a range of you know different uh, universities in there for red bricks to post 92s. Um, and I think there's a nice, different variation in terms of, as you touched upon, Kyle, even Sheffield and Cambridge's approaches are two different approaches. They both have their merits and they're both incredibly good at what they do. Um, and just coming on to coming on to Sheffield's approach, it it's sort of um, the city itself is more vibrant. There's more going on. It's livelier. Uh, 
and they use sort of like their surrounding areas and their local attractions as their strength. So one of the things I think I wanted to make sure we put across in the report was um, a university has to play to its strength. Now that could be its location, that could be what it's known for, that could be a mascot, you know, Aston, we have the geese. So um, if if I was in charge of Aston's TikTok now, it would just be full of geese with the I'm Lost filter, <laughs> you know, um, talking absolute nonsense. Um, <laughs> But you, but you have to play to those strengths, whereas I think Cambridge, like you said, it is more measured. But what they do is they sort of um, use their academic strengths to, um, to to really put across some really nice content and combine that with um, some really nice useful tips on how to apply and, and at different points of the applicant cycle, which I think is just as valid. Um, and, and, and one of the favorite things I love about Cambridge's TikTok is just it's just very calm. It's very nice. It's quite ASMR in a way as well, and mm -hmm. that is that is a big thing on TikTok. You know, people just go on there just to watch mindless stuff that just takes you out of the world for 10, 30, 10 20, 30 seconds, and and in a way that you you can engage with Cambridge in that way as well. Whereas Sheffield is a bit more lively, it's a bit more uh, rambunctious, and it and it it certainly like cuts through a lot more, I think, and you know. They, they both play top 10 because that's where they both deserve to be. I love your point about um, how it's almost a different type of social media. So you, you mentioned that how social media used to be um, uh, about broadcasts, if you like, and obviously not across everywhere, but in university specifically. And I, I find this quite interesting that typically the first use case of social media in universities was to just shout about messages um, and that was the same for like Twitter, Facebook, those normal um, big stays. But for TikTok, I haven't seen that, even though it's just being adopted. It, it seems to be um, uh, adopted with the mindset of, OK, we get that this isn't a platform to just shout about stuff. Um, and I wondered if you could uh, comment on that in general about TikTok. Like, what makes it different from the social media platforms that have come before it and how can um, university marketers uh, take advantage of that i think i think it's important to first realize that and understand tiktok is a discovery platform it's a place to go and find out stuff as well as be entertained you know and when we say discovery we don't just mean going and finding out how something is made or how something is done or you know um what celebrities are, are doing what it's about discovering new new forms of entertainment new people new audiences, new content that you haven't come across before. You know, daft trends that come up, they're not daft, they're good, but they're daft in my head because they make complete sense. And in that way, they are, you know, a bit of nonsense. Um, but that's what cuts through. And I think with you, what universities need to do is is take that positive sentiment and take that, um, sort of use that as a vehicle for change, really. And um, I think universities need to sort of, not worry too much about a strategy with TikTok. It's more a case of go out there, give it to a digital content producer or give it to your students or give it to uh, a placement student for the year or, or, or whatever, you know, your setup is and go and find out what works for you. Because, you know, as we've already discussed with Sheffield and Cambridge, different things work for different universities. And in the report, all those different 30 universities we listed, they all have different points that and, and strengths that they that they go to. Um, now, if I if I was um, somebody trying to tell the the powers that be in universities that oh we we need to be on TikTok and I needed them to sign off, I think you've got to be able to say to them that 
you've got to be able to create content quickly. You've got to be able to be on trend. And you've got to have a network of students that you can sort of lean on to, to, to sort of have this quick sign-off process and, and build out that confidence internally um, so you can spot the trends. Because there's things that come in, you know, day-to-day -day with clients. We run something called the Mean Factory twice a week and, and we spend half an hour going through what's trending and stuff. And there's things that I, I miss. There's things that the team misses. But someone will view it. Someone will pick it up. And I think it's about creating that internal community of sort of um, ambassadors and leaders that can just sort of invigorate the content from the bottom up because this isn't going to come top down you're not going to get a vice chancellor or a director of marketing saying right we need to be on tiktok or a head of pr going yes we need to be on you know we need to be on tiktok how did i put a press release out on tiktok i can imagine that's an email the social media manager would get in the university <laughs> but you have to sort of trust the experts and it's like with everything you know you trust your academics to do what they do uh, and do it well because that's their knowledge of expertise. Well, you have to trust your digital content creators and your digital content producers. They're the experts. Go and trust them to make TikTok fly. And you've got to be ambitious and you've got to just go for it. There's no point in saying, yeah, we'll do TikTok, but we'll we'll sort of dip our toe in it a little bit. You either go, go for it or you don't at all. And for me, there's no middle ground. It's about finding your niche and nailing it. Mm -hmm. um, really interesting thread there on ambassadors and the people who yeah. are front and center on the on these platforms um i, I wondered if you've, you've got any thoughts on seeing as we've seen this massive ramping up in the creator economy over like the last two years pandemic all those sort of forces do you see like the the future of like university social media being more um from what of a word like star or creator led so i.e um a TikTok platform for for a university might feature one or two ambassadors as, as the faces of that brand and, and have you seen stuff like that starting to, to gain traction across the sector I, I can sort of see that starting to come to to fruition already Kyle in all fairness I think if you look back if you look at some of the not necessarily UK universities but wider um, wider TikTok accounts in HE from the States for example or in Australia um, you do see a lot of the same faces now that is sort of creating your own, um, I suppose, internal influences, if you like. Mm. You're sort of putting a person out there to say, right, hi, I'm going to be front and center of TikTok for the next three months. I'm going to take you through lots of different guides on how to apply or tell you about student life here or show you what the sports teams are like or show you what the halls are like or whatever it is. And I think you can do that with academics as well. I think that's just as um, important with academics. You can put them front and center and get them to um tell you their stories not just about their research but where they've come from how that how what how their job impacts the wider world you know and you know going back to when we were at Aston Kyle I can think of one or two academics that we could have put front and center on TikTok who have just gone and would have gone and run with it and, and another thing we're starting to see now is more um not off the top of my head but some very it's very few but some academics are starting to use TikTok to sort of promote their own work like academics use twitter for a sort of like a like a like in a broadcast sense for their ref impact and, and and showing off what they do there or telling the world about what they do some are starting to use tiktok to really sort of um promote their work but to new audiences you know there's every day there's a, a discover on tiktok thing that appears that you can click on and find out things that you or find out content or find tiktoks that you from people you would never even have thought of or never even have 
gone close to finding out about. Um, and that that is where that these people will appear. And that is something that we want to try and encourage more of. So when we talk to universities, we want to not just let it be about the student experience and trying to get, you know, use TikTok as a window view into what campus life is like, but also get different people on that you probably wouldn't expect to be on there. Get a, you know, get a researcher talking about climate change or, you know, nuclear war or whatever it is. You know, we need to get things done in a much more accessible way, but in, in, in different ways, because that's that's when we stand still, when that, that doesn't happen. Um, and I think universities have started to wake up to that now, as I said earlier, you know, a, a university has had to change its approach over the last five years. It, it can no longer just put stuff out on Facebook, do a few Instagram stories and tweet from the press office. You know, it's not enough anymore. Um, but I think what we might start to see is universities understand that times are changing and they may start to move away from some of the traditional platforms, focus more of their efforts on, you know, they might decide to go full on Instagram and, and stay away from Twitter and Facebook, for example, because that's that's where students are. But at the same time, you are allowed to be much more visual, whereas I think there's a need to be um, short and snappier on Twitter, for example. And Facebook is well, Facebook is Facebook. Less said about that, the better. <laughs> I think we just we just need to we just need to universities still need to move with the times and, and remember that it, it's got sort of uh, three core audiences that it three core audiences that it needs to service is prospective students, your wider community, and the people that pay to study at your university. And as long as you're ticking those three boxes, don't worry about anyone else. Don't worry about anyone else because the people will see the sort of the campus community, the vibe, the brand, the sort of everything that you want to emit the energy from servicing those three core audiences. And some are getting it right, but there's so many that are not still. Wow, sure, that I could talk to you about this for hours. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll have to start doing those extended cuts soon enough. Unfortunately, that is all we've got time for. George, before we do wrap up, if people want to carry on the conversation uh, with you on this topic, how is best for people to get in touch with you? Um, you can get me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm George Muckley, Head of Social at Nonsensical. Uh, you could get on our website, which is nonsensical.agency, or find us on TikTok, find us on Instagram. Um, yes, we are a TikTok marketing agency, but we do have a presence on Instagram too. We're also on LinkedIn. I know Sharkara, that horrible uh, gorilla chess beating platform, but hey, we all need it. Um, just drop us just drop us a line on there. You can contact myself or any of the other members of the team. We're happy to have a chat with you all about TikTok, and I'm sure they've got pearls of wisdom they'd like to share as well. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today, George. It's been an absolute pleasure. Kyle, as always, a pleasure with you as well. Now, if you have enjoyed today's show, please do hit that like button and consider subscribing as well. And that's all for today. So until next week, see you soon.